All right, welcome to the Todd Coconato Show. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato. It is 11-8-2021. want to welcome you to the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we definitely have a lot to talk about. As you guys know, many of you know, some of you know, I have been sick the last couple of days. So I just want to thank everybody for your prayers. I'm about 90% better. Uh, there's still a little lingering going on here, but um, I'm ready to roll. This week's going to be a big week. I'm going to be out in Texas. Uh, there's a lot of different appointments I have out there leading up to the Reawaken America tour where I will be speaking, I believe, on Friday in the morning. I'll be one of the opening speakers. This is the first time that I get to open the conference, and so uh, I think I'm right after like the first or second speaker, so it'll be interesting to be in the beginning. I'm usually towards the middle or the end, uh, but um, God is on the move, and uh, we are continuing to see uh, many people come to the Lord in this very crucial season for our nation, our world. And I'm just excited about souls. Let me tell you that. Uh, that's the main mission. In case you guys don't know, that is the main mission is souls. And we are seeing many people come to the kingdom. We're seeing many people awakened. And so despite the craziness of the hour, and there is a lot of things that we will talk about with regard to that crazy, I am thankful that people are coming to know Jesus. And that's, again, the main mission. So thank you to those that sow into this ministry. I can't do it without you. We are fully listener-supported. Um, you know, you, you are a huge blessing to us and, uh, we are so incredibly thankful for you. And if I don't thank you enough, please know this is a direct thank you. You know who you are. Um, usually there's, uh, about, uh, anywhere from two to 5% of the listener audience that actually helps us, um, you know, in donations and then the, the rest of the people kind of just listen. So, uh, if you have been a listener for a while and you have not helped us, please think about it, pray about it. Pray about becoming a monthly donor to this broadcast. Uh, that would be huge. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give. And that is how we're able to do so many different things that we're doing, including getting people saved, set free, healed, and delivered, but also helping people with so many different resources and tools and people that reach out in the tune of thousands every single day. And we are a very unique ministry. There's not a lot like us. In fact, I can't think of many like us at all. And uh, so anyway... Welcome to the show. Okay, let's get into, whoops, <laughs> sorry, I just banged my phone on the table here because I'm so excited to be back. Um, let me just, um, you know, kind of go through a couple of these things here. So Biden, uh, his approval is down to, they're saying 38%, and uh, I think it's much lower. Um, as, as we've said from the beginning, I, I don't think that the amount of people that they claim voted for Biden, I think we can all kind of agree, this listener audience can agree, that uh, he did not get the votes. Uh, you know, if I talk about that, uh, they'll take me down on Facebook and all these social media sites. President Trump, by the way, is working on a new social media site, and uh, it should be up by February. That's what we're hearing. So this will be a game changer, I think, uh, especially if it rivals Facebook and the capabilities that Facebook has. You know, a lot of people like the live streaming on Facebook, and that's been one of the problems with these other sites. You know, Telegram, I love it. Thank you for those that have gone on a Telegram. Uh, but, you know, these other sites don't really have the live streaming capability, and people like live streaming. Now, I did just um, purchase for the ministry live streaming capability on Rumble, and I would suggest that you go to Rumble and you put in the search engine there, Todd Coconato Show, Todd Coconato Show in Rumble. And if you don't use Rumble, you should start using it. It's better than YouTube because they don't censor. And, I, I, you know, again, the free speech platforms like Telegram and Rumble, these are money because they allow us to speak freely 
And I'm just looking forward to the day where I don't have to say, well, I can't say that because Facebook, you know, and, and Twitter and all these tech oligarchs, these Orwellian control freaks that want to censor pastors in 2021. But yet that's where we are. So I can't wait to transition. I think this is all part of a bigger strategy where we need to get the bull bullhorn back. We need to get the, you know, we need to get control of this whole thing because they've been censoring us. We can't even talk about things that we should be able to talk about, like the election integrity issues in our nation, because clearly there's a problem. I think we could have probably won uh, New Jersey the other day if we were a little bit more tuned into this. But, you know, unfortunately, there's an establishment, even the Republican side, that doesn't want to look into this. And maybe that's because those rhinos are also getting elected by some of these systems. I don't know if it's the machines or, you know, some people say it's just this insane amount of ballot dumps that they do with uh, a lot of these very egregious, non, you know, unconstitutional methods that they've enacted throughout this crisis of the quote unquote pandemic. You know, is this really a pandemic? I mean, you know, why is the year on year numbers the same as, you know, the years before? And now all of a sudden more people are dying. But, you know, there's so many things to talk about. More people are dying. Well, you know, is that because of the vaccine? I mean, hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. People say, well, Pastor Todd, talk more about the vaccine. Or Pastor Todd, talk more about this. Let me explain something to you guys, just so you know. And I love you so much. And listen, this is not trying to be rude or mean or anything like that. But I'm taking a lot of hits, okay? Um, Just so you guys understand, like, I know a lot of people... They think like, oh, wow, you must live such a glamorous life or, oh, you have followers and da-da-da. Well, I'm going to do a live stream on this on Facebook and I want to share my heart on this because I just want you guys to know it's not as peachy as it looks. The warfare is extremely intense and uh, honestly, and I've been in ministry for 20 plus years and, you know, my parents were in ministry as a kid, so I'm, you know, I'm very used to ministry and warfare uh, but I will tell you guys, this last season has been one of the toughest, if not the toughest, we've ever had to walk through. It's coming from every single angle. And uh, thank God, uh, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Thank God, we are more than conquerors. Thank God, we know how to press ahead in victory. But I know some of you get this, uh, but I just want to speak to those that, that, that look and they say, man, I wish that I had you know a big platform and I wish that I had a bunch of followers. And because, you know, There is that element where there's people in our community, in the truth community, in the Christian community that that really aspire to have like a big platform. And they're and they're they're feeling this like, you know, I've even heard them say it to me. You know, I have to build the ministry. I have to build the ministry. Well, that's not the I mean, listen, if the unless the Lord builds the house, you labor in vain. Okay, and and we don't want to build our own, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? I mean, you know, you don't want to build your own kingdom, in other words. I mean, you want the, this is about the Lord and his glory. That's that whole nameless, faceless thing that I've been talking about that that recently, um, you know, I guess there was this other minister that we know that, you know, was saying, well, it's not nameless, faceless. Well, then what is it? Is it about a name? Because if it's about a name, then doesn't that take the glory away from the Lord? I mean, you can have a name. I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, obviously, this is Todd Coconado Ministries, and obviously, I have a name. My name is Pastor Todd. You know, I'm not against that. Like, that's fine. But, like, if people are trying to say, like, oh, Pastor Todd did this, or, you know, no. Like, I would say all glory and honor and praise to God. Like, I could really do nothing here without the power of the Holy Spirit. I could do nothing here uh, unless the Lord builds the house. And so that's the whole nameless faces. It's not about you don't have a name or you don't have a face or you don't have a ministry. It's about being humble 
and not building your own kingdom. And so there's a lot of people that like they're seeking for this, you know, notoriety and they're seeking for, listen, guys, we're in the middle of like one of the biggest crises in our nation's history. We could lose this whole thing right now. I mean, I know you guys, the remnant community gets this. There's an urgency. It's all hands on deck. This isn't about a person. This isn't about a book tour or putting money in the, in the bank account. My gosh, you know, and for those people, I really believe that you're, you're grieving the Lord if that's the case. So we've got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Just be careful. Be careful because unless the Lord builds it, we don't have to prophesy just to prophesy. We don't have to try to be part of a crowd or try to be, you know, we are in a battle. This is a war. And so, uh, you know, again, for those that think it's like, you know, uh, just so great. And so, and I'm not saying that we're not blessed. Like I'm a blessed man. You know, I'm thankful for my wife and my family and, you know, thankful, thankful for you. You guys are amazing. You know, some of you are really big, huge encouragers to us and prayer warriors. And like I said, you know, people that support. I mean, there's a real community that's developed here. And so don't 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 get me you know twisted here. I'm not trying to denounce that or say that that's not amazing because that that is really what sustains us, uh, to be quite honest. I mean, you you help so much. Uh, you know who you are those that write me and encourage me and pray for me. And my goodness, thank you so much. But I'm just saying like for those that aspire, and I used to see this in Hollywood too. I used to call it the aspiring spirit, but it's like where you want this platform or you want, just be prepared to understand what that actually means because there's a lot of weightiness and leaders are held to a higher standard and the Lord will definitely hold you accountable. And so we need to be pure before the Lord, it needs to be about him. This is not for our own glory. And that's why we believe that if you do that, that you will be in it for the long run. We, we believe that, you know, this is a, a long-term relationship. It's not a short-term relationship. And if you're able to understand, like, this is about the Lord, this is about being about his business, then you're going to thrive and prosper and the Lord is with you even until the end of the age. So for those of us, you know, with a pure heart, and if not, the Bible says, create in us a clean heart, renew a right spirit. And so that's what we're praying is, Lord, create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit in me, and get me in the right place, Lord God, so that I am right before you, my mind's right before you, my heart's right before you. And then I believe if that's all, uh, you know, the case and you're repentant and you're, you know, all of us, this, this, this means all of us, then, then the Lord will anoint you and will take you to places where you never could imagine. And that's true. Uh, but, you know, some people see the glory. They don't know the story. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, you know, with the vaccines, I get letters every day. People say, write more about the vaccines. Well, I'm pretty vocal. And let me just tell you what people like myself are dealing with. Um, you know, <laughs> James O'Keefe was raided over the weekend. Uh, you know, now I'm not at the level of James O'Keefe. I mean, I think he has, you know, more followers. And obviously, you know, if, that, if that's what it's about. I mean, you know, I don't really measure by that. But. I'm just saying, like, you know, I know he has a lot of influence. I respect his work. Uh, but, you know, he, he got raided by the FBI. Um, there's a lot of people that have, that have gotten into a lot of situations with the current government uh, because the government has been politicized and the Biden administration is very similar to the Obama administration. And so, you know, they do political hit jobs. Um, and they come after dissidents and people that are speaking out. So, you know, there's different ways that they do that, whether it's uh, the IRS or the FBI or different things uh, where they apply maximum pressure. And so, uh, you know, to the people that are out there, 
uh, like Dr. Tempany or Dr. Judy Mikovic or, you know, some of these people that are very outspoken, they have a lot, they have a target on their back. Okay. And so, you know, a lot of these people that speak at some of these conferences, you know, it's great. I mean, you know, they're up there and you're like, wow, look at them, you know, but you got to understand they have a target on their back because they're out there speaking the truth in a very complicated environment right now. So, you know, we say what we can, we put information out, but we also ask that each person in this community does research because there is information readily available. There are shows that are putting out this information. Very, uh, very good job that they're doing. Um, you know, there's people that are doing investigative journalism. The alternative media is really rising up. Thank you, Jesus. Um, it's amazing what's happening, uh, where people are now switching from the mainstream corporate media to the alternative media. And that's a big weight because now we need to make sure that we do our due diligence in reporting factually and correctly. We need to be the investigative journalists of this day. We can't just be doing clickbait or, you know, trying to build our following. So, you know, we put out a bunch of, you know, headlines that aren't really real. I mean, we need to do our due diligence. We need to do it with honor. We need to do it with, um, you know, integrity. And if we do this, I believe more and more people are going to continue to wake up. And that's what's happening. So thank God. But, you know, back to Biden's approval, 38 percent. They're saying Kamala is even lower than that. I think it's much lower. You know, I think it's much lower. Um, and I think many, many people, I mean, you just hear the chance at the uh, sporting events, you know, the Brandon chance. I mean, uh, it's pretty obvious what's going on. People are fed up. They don't like uh, the direction that this uh, quote unquote administration is taking us. Uh, people uh, are starting to wake up in the droves. People that have been in a slumber for years are starting to wake up and say, hey, I don't like this inflation. You know, I don't like I don't like paying more money for my groceries. I don't like paying more money for my gas. I don't like having a hard time, you know, finding things that I like at the grocery store or at the drugstore because of a supply chain crunch. You know, I don't like having to be forced by the government to put something in my body. Yeah, the same people, by the way, that have echoed the theme, you know, my body, my choice are now saying you have to put this in or you can't work. And it, and it kind of does remind us of the mark of the beast. It's like you can't eat, you can't, you know, really? I mean, is that where we are? And how did America slip so quickly into this dystopian Orwellian reality? So people are fed up. And yeah, I think the, the approval ratings are much lower. Um but, you know, we'll have to follow this. But I think this is why Durham is coming out with a lot of these indictments. He's unsealing these indictments. And I think there's more to come, according to uh, John Radcliffe and others that are in the know that fed the Durham probe investigation uh, important information. Um, I know people personally that have fed uh, Durham information. And, you know, we have not yet seen those things be reported on or come out. And so this has been a pretty interesting kind of like, you know, behind the scenes thing that's a real, uh, you know, it's kind of hanging over the heads of the Clinton campaign and, uh, you know, the, the whole Clinton camp and, and all her affiliates. And um, I think there's a lot to come out of this. I think President Trump was right about many of the things that he's been saying for a long time, how he's being spied on, uh, how the it was a dirty dossier funded by uh, opposition campaign, which was the Clinton campaign. And uh, so this is all coming out. You're not hearing the mainstream corporate media barely talk about this at all. Uh, but but there's a, I think there's going to be more coming out of Durham. So stay tuned for that. Uh, the U.S. is finally opening borders, I guess, uh, after 20 months of being closed. Now, you got to remember, the borders have been open if you come over illegally. If you come over uh, the Rio Grande or, you, you know, you, you come over, uh, you know, one of the one of the places where there's no wall. 
uh, you just kind of walk over and people have been coming over in the tune of millions uh, from Haiti, from South America. Uh, people say even Iraqis have gotten in and uh, Saudis. And so it's kind of crazy uh, what's happened down there. It's an absolute humanitarian crisis. It's a security crisis. It's opened us up. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to hear the end of this. I think that you know child sex trafficking is at an all-time high, uh, at least at, at you know major peaks compared to where it was at the Trump administration. Um, you know the drugs are coming in in droves, fentanyl. Uh, you got all different types of things, opioids. Um, so crisis. But for the for the legal border crossings, those are the ones that just open. So uh, kind of ridiculous. And they say the the lines are like miles long. You know, so just picture what a nightmare that must be. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, uh, China is, uh, triggering the, you know, the Pentagon to be afraid, I guess, according to the Drudge report, the headline is China triggers Pentagon fears, uh, missile targets in the desert. Well, what they're doing in the desert, I guess, uh, over in that part of the world is they're, they're basically like fake U S aircraft carriers in the desert and they're blowing them up. And so this is uh, triggering alarms at the Pentagon. Well, we know, you know, China is preparing to, you know, if the globalists have their way in the New World Order people, which conspiracy, conspiracy. Yeah, right. I read their websites. I've been studying for over 20 years and people try to say it's conspiracy. Yet everything that's quote, quote, conspiracy is happening. So we've been warning uh, about China. Remember the Clintons, by the way, that the, the Dropbox on their server where they were giving away schematics and all different types of, uh, you know, classified information. Well, I think it got, it got to China and that's probably where they're, they're getting these uh, schematics uh, to have these, uh, you know, life, life-size aircraft carriers, U.S. aircraft carriers that they're now shooting missiles at in the desert there. But yeah, of course, they're, they're escalating their military and, and the, the whole plan of the globalists and the elites and the Davos group, and they, they want to transfer world power over to China. I've been warning this for years. And now we're seeing it happening and between their economy overtaking us and, you know, their, their rapid development of their military. And, uh, you know, the reason why they like China is because they don't have the U.S. Constitution and they don't have uh, the right to bear arms and they don't have the freedom of religion. So these are all things that the New World Order crowd wants to take away. These are all things that the New World Order crowd says, hey, you know what? You don't need to have that, those unalienable rights anymore. You don't need to have that. Really? Well, that's not what our founders thought. And by the way, this nation made a covenant to God. And so we're at the precipice. We're at the cusp where either we stand now or forever hold our, you know, that's it. Uh, you know, it's kind of like at a wedding, like speak now or forever hold your peace. You know, it's like stand up now or go into communist China and the globalist, uh, you know, new world order agenda, UN agenda 2030. And that's what's happening with this Biden administration is they're just capitulating, they're caving, they're handing over the climate summit, all the climate nonsense that's going on. You know, this is all part of their plan, all part of their plan, the pandemic, the great reset. And, you know, a lot of people think it's like conspiracy. Well, how is it conspiracy when you look at their website and it literally says that's exactly what they're doing? Because people are in denial. They're in denial and they lack discernment. And, and a lot of, the, you know, and I'm not mad at pastors. I'm not here to attack the body of Christ. But the reason why I sound the alarm on this is because enough pastors are not speaking out. Uh, you know, they're not really remnant people. They're not speaking out. They're just kind of business as usual. Like it's the 90s, you know, like nothing has changed. Like, you know, everything's the same and they're, and they're still doing the same old stuff. No, pastor, this is an urgency. Where is the urgency? 
We need to have an urgency in our spirit. That comes from discernment. That comes from wisdom, spending time in the secret place, asking the Holy Spirit. You know, and then, Lord, what do we do? How do we stand up? We need to be fighting. We need to be standing. We need to be pushing back. We need to be fighting for our nation, for religious liberty and freedoms. And so um, this thing with China, it should be no surprise to anybody. We've been talking about this for ages. And now we're seeing it manifest. And people are like, oh, my gosh, China, they're growing their will. Well, yeah. I mean, we've been funding them. We're sending all of our money over there. I mean, we're literally funding our enemies. Why do we do this? Why do we fund our enemies? I don't know. The biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world from west to east has happened. You know, when they made China, remember the most favored nation status under Bill Clinton? They gave China the most favored nation trade status. Well, that bolstered their economy. They, you know, we brought them into the World Trade Organization. Now they've taken it over. You know, they've taken over the, uh, the World Health Organization. They've taken over uh, parts of Africa. They've taken over uh, all these places, you know, rare earth minerals. And now, you know, now we can't even get uh, semiconductors. We can't even get microchips for our new cars. They sit in these, I mean, thousands of cars right now are just sitting in fields waiting for a microchip. Well, yeah, because we relied on China for so many things. And so this is a catastrophe. We relied on China for our drug supplies. Do you, you know, I mean, this stuff is crazy. Our enemy, a communist kind of, we need to call them communist China. And they're building databases on American citizens, on people that are speaking out, on U.S. politicians. They have, the, the U.S. politicians fear China. The studios in America fear China. How did it get to this place? Could you imagine what Ronald Reagan would have said about all this? Well, he warned about this. So, you know, the pastors that are like business as usual, no, it's an urgency. We've got to educate the people. We've got to stand up. We've got to rise up. The church has to be the head, not the tail. And a lot of this has come from the church's complacency and lack of addressing sin and lack of building disciples. You know, the Bible says, go and make disciples of all the nations. Well, we're not making disciples. We're not mentoring. I'll, I'll go back to the platform issue. People are too concerned about building their ministry instead of mentoring, instead of discipling, instead of pouring into the young, younger people. And so that's the problem. There's a lack of mentorship. There's a lack of discipleship. There's a lack of people that really get it. Now, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir, and please, I'm not angry, okay? I, when I'm, I'm passionate. Listen, I'm back from being sick. I had so much warfare last week. You know, and, and so I, I, you know, I'm in this fight, guys. I'm in it. And, and, you know, you could probably tell I'm still a little bit nasal, nasally today. Sorry about that. But you know what? I'm in this fight and I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to back down. I know you guys are in it with me. And so I thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see what else. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're putting robots into the labor force because they're saying there's a labor shortage. Well, a lot of this is because people don't want to work. They don't want to work or they want government subsidies. And, and we, you got to remember about two years ago, we were reporting on the universal basic income. And I think that's what this is. A lot of this is UBI. They're trying to see how many people they can just send money to, government aid, entitlements. It's the entitlement culture of the left and the socialists, okay? And, and if they can get enough people addicted to just, they give you just barely enough Barely enough to survive, but just enough to be lazy and to play video games and, you know, just be comatose. Get into the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. Just get in the metaverse. Don't even worry about what's happening in the real world. Just go in the metaverse. You know, that's what, that's what Zuckerberg wants. 
and the globalists and the transhumanists. Oh my gosh, Pastor Todd, what are you talking about? Yeah, this stuff's happening. This stuff's happening. So listen, I know a lot more than I say on the, on the radio because I, you know, they attack me left and right. And so I have to be you know, strategic. I mean, you, you think there's still not things happening about 2020? Of course there is. But we, can't, we can't talk about these things because you know what? Don't let the enemy know what's up. You know what I'm saying? And so we, we, we're, our job is to, in faith to stand and say, you know what? God is able. God is willing. God wants to do something. You know, what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. Stand on the promise of God. You know, what's, what's done in darkness will be brought to light. Is it not happening? Yes, it is happening, but we can't lose faith. So our job is not to play by play about what the people in the natural are doing, because what does that do? That just gets a bunch of people in trouble and it lets the enemy know the playbook and it, you know, they call us all kinds of names. So why even give them that? I'd rather just say, let's just put our faith and trust in God. Let's stand on the promise of yes and amen, hope in the future. Let's believe that he said he's with us even till the end of the age. Let's walk in the anointing. How do we get that? Spending time in the secret place, filling ourselves. So, you know, listen, there's a lot of things set to distract us right now. That's this whole thing where they want the robots to take the place of the humans while the humans are connected to the metaverse. I mean, this is so bizarre, but this is reality. This is what they're pushing. Get you on universal basic income. You, you know, you're not even working. Put you in the metaverse all day and you just be completely, you're like a comatose individual. You might as well be in the Matrix. You know, the movie, The Matrix, it's like, it's like actually happening. And that's what these people want. They're transhumanists. They think that they're, they're you know, it's like uh, in the days of Nimrod. You know, they think that they're better than God. They think they've established themselves as little mini gods and they don't need the God of heaven and earth. And that's why the people that follow the way, that follow the God of heaven and earth, that follow Yeshua, that follow Jesus, the King of Kings, were considered crazy, were considered the enemy. Have you ever noticed they're not attacking the Buddhists? They're not attacking the Muslims. They're attacking the Christians. Why? Because the Christians have the authority. They're coming after the Christians. They're coming after, the, especially the ones that are over the target. Oh, they're the conspiracy person. No, they're not. They're over the target. And when you're over the target, you get the most flack. So, you know, look, we got to be bold and brave. And this isn't about building our own kingdom or our own name, or our own followers. This is a war. We're in a war and we're going to win. But we've got to understand what the situation is. The devil's biggest trick is to convince us he doesn't even exist. So if we can believe he's not even doing anything, then, you know, hey, why fight? Why, why understand warfare? Why get into the word of God? And by the way, let me talk about, while I'm already probably upsetting so many people today. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys, I hope you guys are with me. I hope you, I hope you hear what I'm saying from my heart here. Okay. And I, and I love prophets and I love prophecy and I believe in the fivefold ministry gifting and I believe in the office of a prophet. But let me just say this, guys. We don't need to prophesy just to prophesy, and we don't need to have a new prophetic word every single day, okay? We, when we get a prophetic word from the Lord, we should be like fearing and trembling in the presence of the Most High because he just dropped like a real powerful word. Like, whoa, that's like you're weeping. You're in the presence of the Lord, and he drops a word. It's like, oh my goodness, you know? It, it's, it's not something that we just like, you know, we're not a factory for prophecy like every day. It's like, here, another prophetic word. No, because that's where flesh comes in. Okay, now maybe he is speaking to certain people more than others. And, you know, I'm not here to like criticize if that's the case, if it really is from the Lord. Uh, but let me just say this. Uh, just make sure that you're just being wise and just make sure 
that 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 really is from the Lord. Okay, because you don't want to prophesy just to prophesy, and uh, and it's very important we we understand this. Okay, very important concept. And and by the way, make sure you get into the Word of God because the Word of God is way more important. Okay, way more important. Spend time in the secret place. Know the word. Hide it in your heart. Okay, I'm not saying it's more important than prophecy. I get it. Prophecy is important. But what I'm saying is like, where's your focus? Is your focus to like run to the next prophet, to the next prophet, to the next prophet? Or is your focus to, the Bible says, study yourself to be approved. Okay, study the word of God. Faith comes from hearing. Hearing from what? The prophets? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you'll get some faith from hearing the prophets. I listen to certain prophets. I love my friend Kent Christmas. I think he's amazing. You know, Mario Marilla, dear friend of mine. I mean, listen, I do listen to certain people. But what I'm saying is I'm spending time in the word because study yourself to be approved. And the Bible says faith comes from hearing, hearing from what? The word of God. And that's why we've got to make sure we're in the word, friends. Okay, we're in the word. We're studying the word. We're filling ourselves with the word of God. If we do that, we're going to be set up for success. Okay, if we do that, we're going to be set up for success. And that's why we want to do that. That's why we need to do that. Okay, stand on the promises of God. Yes, I'm all about the prophets. People say, do you trust the prophets? I do. I've never backed down on that. By the way, I've never backed down on any of this stuff. I'm still where I was at. Like if you would have listened to a broadcast like nine months ago, I'm basically in the same place. I still believe the Lord is going to move. I still believe he's not done with America. I do trust the prophets, okay? But, but again, like we're pressing ahead in victory regardless because God is ultimately going to do whatever he's going to do. And I'm going to praise him no matter what. If God decides not to do anything until the day he comes back or maybe he comes back next week, I don't know because no one knows the day nor the hour. But you know what? I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be looking up. I'm going to be doing the work of the Lord in the kingdom and I'm going to praise him no matter what, even under the attack. This is just, we're just passing through. We're just passing through. You know, if this is, I mean, look, we talked about Job yesterday, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes the Lord gives and sometimes he takes away, but we're going to praise him no matter what. We're not going to curse God. We're going to praise him on the way to the battle, like they did in Second Chronicles 20, on the way to the battle and believe that God is fighting our battles, but we need to take our positions and stand. Amen. That's what we're doing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hey, this Travis Scott thing. You know, this, this festival of death, what in the world? People are saying that there was a warning before he took the stage. There's a lot more investigations going on. Uh, people are saying that somebody was getting uh, injected. I don't know. Like people were getting pricked in the crowd with some type of, uh, you know, was it like a syringe? I don't know. People were like in the, in the crowd, like concert goers were getting pricked by something. That's what some people are reporting on. So what was going on there? And then this stampede and all these people die. And then we find out there's all t- types of uh, satanic things that are connected with this guy. You know, so, uh, you know, is this like a big ritual where they just killed off a bunch of people? It sounds like it might be. Oh my gosh, conspiracy, conspiracy. No, no, actually that's what happens. They do this type of thing. It's a ritual that they do. And, and it was so close to Halloween. You know, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird stuff around it. But uh, let's continue to follow this story. But there's something very, very, very bizarre and very evil and very dark about this whole thing. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. If you've looked into this at all, uh, you know, again, just some weird, weird demonic stuff there. And um, so we'll, we'll continue to follow that. The cryptocurrency is back up again. 
Um, you know, a lot of people say there's these pump and dumps that they do with the cryptos. I'm talking about Ethereum. I'm talking about, uh, you know, all the big ones, you know. Um, but, uh, but anyway, Bitcoin, of course. Um, you know, right now it's, I think, an all-time high. It's like the market cap is like $3 trillion. So if you've held on, which I always say to do, you've held on to your cryptos, they're probably higher than they've been and you probably made some money. So, you know, it'll probably go back down again before it goes up, but I think it's going to keep going up because, see, the problem is is the, uh, the financial conditions that we're in. You know, we're in some real significant bubbles, whether it be real estate or the stock market. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't really align with the reality because the stores, I mean, even though they're doing a significant amount of business, there's supply chain hiccups and all different types of challenges there. There's labor challenges uh, a lot of the airlines have had to cut flights. You know, uh, there's all different types of la labor disparity because people don't want to take the jab. And so the, there's like uh, more people out of the labor force than I think in a long time. And, um, and so even though these numbers are reading a certain way, they're manipulating a lot of these numbers as usual. And uh, there's some significant bubbles. So uh, I always say, you know, again, I'm not a financial planner, you know, but I, I would say be diversified. Uh, we have on toddcoconado.com, if you go to the store there or you go to remnant.news, we have um, an affiliate program now with, um, uh, what is it called, uh, J.M. Bullion, and they have some great gold and silver, and they're still in stock right now. We also have remnantfood.com, remnantfood.com, where you can get storable food. Let me just tell you about this. You know, with all the supply chain hiccups and everything that's going on, um, some of that storable food has become a little bit harder. Just, you know, the delivery time is slowing up now. And uh, I think they're going to get out of stock pretty soon. I talked to some of the people at My Patriot Supply and they said, you know, it's starting to look like it did about a year ago. So uh, if you don't have storable food and you're able to afford it, uh, you can go to remnantfood.com, remnantfood.com, and you can get something from My Patriot Supply. They have a month supply. They have a two-month supply. I think they have a year's supply. Whatever you're able to afford, and some people say, well, I just can't even afford that. Well, if you can't, you know, go to the grocery store and get some canned goods. But I always say have at least a two-month supply of food and water. And uh, that's not to put fear in your heart. I think it's just wisdom in the times that we're in. Hey, listen, try to go buy a used car right now, okay? It's unbelievable the prices that, are, that these used cars have gone way, way up. And you can't even find them. I mean, we're, we're dealing with some crazy situations. I was down in South Carolina the other day. And I'm going to tell you, I mean, we were driving by used car lots and they were empty. They were empty because, you know, there's just no more inventory. And, uh, and so, you know, what happens if like a year from now we're still in the same situation? People need cars, you know, and, um, you know, so there's just some weird stuff going on. You know, like with the airlines, you know, it's like it's so hit or miss. Like so many of my friends are saying that they're losing, you know, they're losing their bags. Well, yeah, because the TSA is is like you know, on a skeleton staff because so many people didn't want to take the jab. And same with the airlines. And it's like, well, who are these pilots? I'm sure they're tired. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, it's like, is there, are they, are they, are they lapsing on, on security measures? Are they lapsing on, you know, looking, make sure the planes are running okay? Like I'm just concerned because, you know, the labor force and the shortage and, and all these different things with the jab, this is all about the jab. But the problem is, is like, are they are they going to have some issues because of this with safety, you know, with security? And so going to the airport's like a nightmare. I mean, you might get on and everything's fine and you just, you know, you happen to luck out, praise God. I don't think it's luck, but, you know, 
But I mean, the thing is, like, there's a good chance many people that are flying right now, they run into like a major problem. Either their bags are lost or their flights canceled or it's delayed or there's some type of issue. They're stuck on the runway. And uh, it's, so it's become just a real nightmare. So it's better to drive. But then you drive and the gas prices are high and now you can't find cars. I mean, it's just, it all seems like an agenda, doesn't it? It all seems like a great reset agenda. And, and are we crazy to think that way? I mean, is that so crazy to think, hey, maybe this is all part of an agenda? Well, I mean, there was Event 201. Do you remember Event 201 right before the quote-unquote pandemic that played out a scenario exactly like what we're going through right now? Oh, and by the way, there's also uh, the people at the Davos Group. Yeah, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, that were literally talking about these exact things. Oh, and then there's uh, Fauci that was like, yeah, Donald Trump is going to deal with a pandemic within his presidency. Well, how did he know that? Oh, and then we find out about gain of function. That was being funded. And the Wuhan lab was being funded during the Obama administration, the tune of millions of dollars that moved from the United States to China because they were getting heat over here. I mean, really, guys, but we're, all, we're the conspiracy theory. We're crazy for thinking this. Don't even think about it. Don't even mention it, Pastor Todd. And then I'm one of like only a few people in the country that's mentioning it. So then, they, you know, they can target you. So we need more people speaking up. We need more people standing up. You know, we need more people answering the call. And, and I get it. You know, I understand you guys are feeling stress and, you know, I'm here to minister to you and love on you. But we've all also got to grow some thick skin and really become battle hardened, not battle weary, but battle hardened, not battle weary. Don't grow weary in doing good. We've got to understand how to fortify how to strengthen ourselves in our faith, how to be ready for what's to come. I know many people are believing we're going to be raptured out of here any day, and I pray that's the case. But hey, what if we're not? Are we going to be able to sustain? Are we going to be able to thrive in the middle of the storm? Are we going to praise the Lord in the middle of the storm? It's not about us. It's not about building our kingdom. It's not about you know just getting all this money from precious saints of God. My goodness. I mean, when I ask to, to fund the ministry, I'm not asking for like to fill my coffers and you know what I'm saying? This is about us doing a very serious work where many people are affected and we're trying to help them. And then you got these other people that are, that are sucking up the resources in the Christian community and they're not doing the hell of beans out there other than building their own kingdom. I'm sorry, I'm not mad. I'm just trying to bring, a, bring attention to this, okay? Pray about who you give to. And pray about what they're actually doing. What's the heart behind the ministry? Is it a ministry? What's the heart behind it? What's the motive? What's the intention? What are they doing? Are they effective? It's not just about bringing positive words every single day. Well, sure, there's something powerful in edifying the saints, and I get it, and encouraging the saints, but we've got to equip the saints. We've got to prepare. We've got to be ready. We've got to be effective and actionable. Look what just happened in Virginia with the mama bears and the papa bears that got in there and won that election. And we were able to overcome any voter irregularities. Even with that, we still overcame it. Why? Because people got out in the droves and they, they were actionable. They didn't just sit back. You know, many people would have just told uh, David to just pray for Goliath. But David went in there with smooth stones. And he hit that giant right in the middle, smack dab in the middle of his eye and knocked him down. Boom. Knocked him down. That's what we got to do. We got to take back the territory. We can't be like the spies in the land that went out there, you know, and what was it? Like 10 of them had a bad report. Oh my gosh, these big giants. I don't know how we're ever going to defeat them. Well, Joshua said, yeah, wait a minute. No, I think we can. 
because God gave us a promise. Joshua entered the promised land. The others didn't. We want to enter the promised land. 2022 is the year of promise. It's the year of big faith. We need big faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God, but with faith, we can move the mountain. So God wants us to move the mountain. So I've said enough today. I've said a lot. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for hearing me out today. Oh, yeah, it's Monday, but we're in this fight. We're taking the offensive role. We're going forward. No weapon, not some weapons, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. And we are going to continue to press ahead. It's going to be a powerful week. I'm excited about this week. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast today. I love you guys. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for going to the website, toddcoconato.com, T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com. By the way, if you want to download the app, toddcoconato.com slash app, download the app up, up to the minute information. If you want to help us by going to mypillow.com and using the promo code REMNANT or R-M-N-T, you can get up to 65% off your purchase. It also helps us and helps Mike Lindell. And you can go to toddcoconato.com slash give to help us fund this ministry and all the work that we're doing. I am so busy. It's going to be such a busy week, but I bless you. I thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow. God bless you.